0: 76 of that metal podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave and I'm Diego. What's up? All right, man. So, we're gonna have, I think, an interesting, I guess, I guess, an interesting podcast. I guess <laughs> only because it's t- 2021. We're gonna talk about albums that turn 21, so they're legally allowed to drink and have alcohol.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember my first beer.
0: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, beer fest. Um, so, and to celebrate, kind of, to kind of, kind of go with that, we have our king cobras here. So, cheers. Ah, the elixir of gods. Ah, it tastes so good when it hits your lips. So this reminds me. I always say. I was telling you, it reminds me of, like, apple juice when it's cold.
2: <laughs>
0: and then it, like, tastes like shit right immediately <laughs> after. <laughs> so, yes, I agree with you. Anyways, let's get back to this. So, yeah, so for sure, albums that turned 21, uh, we're going to talk about that. And, uh, so, they're pretty good albums. There might be a throwback to some people, especially because it's 21 years ago. More than likely, they're classics in their own right. Uh, It's not going to be in any specific order either. It's just our list that we came up with. Um, Also, we're soon to be doing uh, episode three of the Full Metal Nerdcast, which is same game. Or same name, different game. Same name, different game. That's the so, topic on that. Right. So there's going to be games that will probably hit on the Super NES, the Sega, and even uh, potentially they even hit the NES all at the same time. Same game, uh, same name. But same name. Ultimately <laughs> yeah. play different. Yeah. Different right? gameplay, different, different. gameplay. Yeah. So some good, some bad. So that'll be our next topic. Um, anyways, so, uh, what have you been listening to lately? Actually,
1: uh, we were talking about this, uh, last week and I actually just got around to listening to the latest, uh, Gate Creeper album.
0: Oh dude, it's so good. Dude,
1: it's, it's super good, man. It's chunky. Yeah, dude. Um, but I finally got around to like actually like listening to it. I know we talked about this, was this last week or... I think earlier this week. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Yeah, we were just talking about it, and I hadn't really listened to it, and I finally got around to listening to that. So, if there's any Gate Creeper fans, uh, definitely listen to that one, because it's a banger for real. Go creep
0: up on that new album, yo. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. So, you know, I think Georgie was talking about, he had just checked out uh, Dark Tranquility's Oh album, yeah, yeah, the latest right? yeah, album, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was definitely talking about it. He liked it. So, cheers, uh, cheers, and uh, what up to George? <laughs> to George, couldn't be here today. Cold pizza, yes, sir. Next time we'll uh, we'll roll together. Uh, one of the episode ideas that I wanted to do for I don't know if like it doesn't have to be yeah, but I was like now that we're thinking like age wise, <clears throat> I was thinking what if we did albums that turned thirty. Right, the <laughs> yeah, Dirty Thirty. The Dirty Thirty. So it'd be pretty
1: cool to You remember, uh, you remember in Juarez, called the Dirty Derby, Tequila Derby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just thought that. of that <laughs> because, like the Dirty Derby. That <laughs> sounds like that. Dude, that was a horrible place. So yeah, because uh, for people that are listening, like we're in a border town, El Paso, so when we turned eighteen, mm-hmm. we can go drink. We could cross the border and go to Juarez. Because it's legal over there. Yeah, 18. So um, Tequila Derby was like this club in Juarez. And uh, it was... Uh, multiple bars had this too because I hit up other bars too down there. and They always had a, a $10 drink and drown. You pay 10 bucks and you drink as much as you can. So
0: it's Just to get as many heads In there, man. Yeah.
1: yeah Probably one of the worst Things ever though <clears throat> Yeah One of
0: the things That always weirded me out uh, Is the bars The restrooms When they had fucking ice Uh, They had ice In the urinals I don't know If you ever saw that What? I that don't remember sh- that Yeah That was always The weirdest thing That I always saw Uh, Cause I don't know If you remember Like I haven't seen That shit in forever Though by the way The urinals That are really fucking Long oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole wall. yeah 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 and they would just line it with a fucking a shitload of ice. And I don't know if it was to prevent splashback or some shit like that. Or if it was yeah, to make a fresh piss.
1: Or to see who can uh, melt the ice faster. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> What's up, How bro? How much ice can you melt Look, in one go?
0: <laughs> I bet you I could beat you. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But it was weird that they had ice. And I, I never knew there was like a actual function.
1: I don't know. That's that. weird. I don't. I don't think I ever saw that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Uh, also, in the background, you will hear a hum or a buzz or a pop, things like that. That's my refrigerator. I am sorry, because we I have, uh, like I said, moved into a new duplex, new place, uh, have an office. It's okay. We have it set up pretty cool. But the little mini fridge is really fucking loud, so I just want to give you guys a heads up. If you hear something, don't freak out. Um, what you can freak out about, though, is Kerrang's... Magazine's latest fucking list, which is interesting to me because um, I know you're you you introduced me to this first. So yeah. I, So Kerrang! Magazine, the fifty most evil songs ever. Uh, wait, wait, that's Ooh. scary. That's a good one.
1: Me. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Ah, we're going, are You ready to battle on this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Changing. All right. So, Kerrang! made this list. I'm not sure when they officially released it, you know? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, It popped out easy when I went on Google. I just, in Googles, uh, I just put Kerrang! most evil songs and it popped out right away.
1: Yeah, it didn't, it doesn't give a date, so, I don't know. I just came across it and I was like, yo,
0: what? So, spoiler alert, and this is what they wrote. This gets incredibly grim. Ooh. Ooh. Well, what do we start with? Shout out the Devil. I know, right? <laughs> 50. Motley Crew. shout out to For the Devil. For real. It's like all it's right.
1: super incredibly grim. I know, right? All right,
2: shout out all
0: the right. Devil, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we start with that. Na-na, all right, we go to Latane. Devil's blood, not too bad. Possessed, The Exorcist, pretty cool. Sonic Youth, all right. I...
1: I've never heard that song, so actually it's Death Valley '69. Yeah, Death so Valley '69. I gotta, I gotta take a listen to that one and see how evil it is. You know, right?
0: So I mean, probably lyrically. Maybe
1: like that's what I that's what I think about. Like maybe yeah. there's some songs like, for example, like "Shout Out to Devil." Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Molly Crew, love them to death. Right. Um. But. The song itself, like, I really wouldn't put it on the list, like, the most evil songs. And I think evil songs, I think, like, you know, like, punishing stuff that just puts on a weird mood. Yeah,
0: or even, to me, creepy, like, Black Sabbath. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Right. Super creepy song. Yeah. And, you know, like, sets a different mood. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's pretty evil, it you know. sets the tone, man. So this that's not a knock on Molly Crew because I love them. No, no, I know. But you know, I think differently when it comes down to
0: this list. I think I think we we should create our own list. Uh, now forty six. This is weird. Ghost and we know fucking ghost sucks. <laughs> so if anything, that's no. why they're scary and evil because they suck so bad. Uh, the Beatles, Helter Skelter. Okay, it's talking about Charles Manson. You know, for normies, that's probably scary. Uh, Electric Wizard, we hate you. Hmm. Devil's Blood, the anti-cosmic magic, and then we get to ACDC Night Prowler, yeah.
2: which I was
0: accidentally mistaking it for a Judas Priest Night Prowler. <laughs> so dude, I feel like I was just seeing Rob Halford as <laughs> soon as he did
1: that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do like uh, I'm gonna have to start doing. Uh, fuck, what does he do? Hey man, you're gonna start. You're gonna
0: have to start wearing NASA's chats. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I already have something. <laughs> that and the little hat and. Fuck, what was he... What does he say? Does he, in the concert, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Metallica. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah. He, yeah. I forgot what he says. But yeah, he. I'll have to start fucking saying any, you know, Rob Halford-isms. Yeah. Uh, so, the AC/DC one, Night Prowler, was, I, I thought, it was fucking hilarious just because, you know, obviously the Richard Amira's uh, docu-series on Netflix came out and all these normies and everybody's freaking out and... Women are flocking to this fucking ugly dude. Uh, but what's interesting, obviously, if you know anything about him, he was like a hardcore fan of ACDC, especially the and Black album, I believe. Yeah. Um, or is it Highway to Hell? The Highway to Hell album. I'm sorry. He was a huge fan of that album. And, you know, one of the songs was um, that he was really into was the Night Stalker. That, uh, that they wrote. I think, and, uh,
1: I think that's what makes this song like... Uh, evil in its own way. Because it's attached to Richard Ramirez. You know, that stuff. came
0: out before. He was... Yeah. He was killing and stuff like that. So people attached it to him. But I just think it's so funny. He's like, yeah. I'm going to be killing people. Like Slayer was out at that time. He didn't like... You're a poser, dude. Like, you're going to be like killing people at ACDC and then not, like, Slayer or, like, Metallica. Man, or... if if I was a killer man, I'd throw on some, uh, some wasp. I'd throw some Ebba on just to <laughs> scare them more, you know? Like, or some poison. <laughs>
1: yeah. Throw some poison, uh, just looking for a good time. You Would know? you dance
0: like, uh, Michael Madsen in, uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs?
1: No, you know what? I'd do the, uh, uh Christian Bale one when he's, uh, in American, American Psycho, Psycho. Yeah. yeah. I do that one where you like watch it You're giving all these facts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about Genesis and stuff.
0: <laughs> Huey, Louie, in the News and shit. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm
1: down for Huey, Louie, and the News, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. That's uh, fucking funny. All right, we have Hellhammer, um, which is pre-Celtic Frost. Yeah. Triumph of Death. This section Night's Blood. Not bad. Dude, I, I love that section. <laughs> They're fucking them. awesome. Yeah. Dark Throne and the Shadow of the Horns. Oh, all right.
1: Yeah, I could, I feel that one. Yeah. I feel a, that one. It's just
0: like. Cradle um, of Filth. Even though I like them uh, to a degree, I cannot say uh, evil so much. I know they love, you know, they have this uh, theatrical sense, very uh, Lovecraft type thing going on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, Danny, Danny Phillips loves his boobies, so yeah. I'm always down Covered. for that. Yeah, I mean, it's all right, man. Guns N' Roses, Look At Your Game Girl. Okay, new. Oh,
1: what? Yeah. Look At Your Game Girl. The Spaghetti Incident? Isn't that a... Isn't that a covers album? Like, they they cover songs?
0: I'm not sure. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is, huh?
1: Yeah, it's a covers album.
0: So, by the way... Um, for people who don't know the spaghetti incident, it's, uh, was it Slash? I believe he was getting a blowjob. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And the girl threw up, and she threw up all the spaghetti. Whatever she ate, it was, like, she threw up on No. And so, it was him and some other, like, famous rock star. I don't know who the fuck who else was there. And, yeah. The spaghetti incident. Anyways, and oh. I think it was Slash. It could have been someone else.
1: Yeah. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. That, I... I'm saying that that album was uh, It was a Charles Manson song
0: Oh, that's why? Yeah Okay And I think that's why Okay uh, We have this side Once Upon a Cross Okay Hold up Hold up uh, Let me This name here
1: Of menstrual blood and semen Oh, acrocock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah, that's Drink of the Chalice of Ecstasy um, Yeah, they're pretty fucking heavy, man So the God of Mendes Or Mendes Yeah Yeah When there's boobies there, too Um, uh, Bathory, Call from the Grave, good shit. Jimmy Page, Lucifer Rising.
1: uh, I've never heard the song, so I don't know. To be honest, yeah. Um. Robert Johnson,
0: Crossroad Blues. Now, this is what I was talking about one time too. That I'm like, uh, people are listening uh, or just judging metal right away and saying, "Oh, you're satanic and you're this and this and that." Well, why don't you say the same thing about Robert Johnson? um, If supposedly he sold his soul to the devil for skill, you know, for mad skills and shit. (laughs) And to be able to play, you know what I mean? Like, then if you're going to hate, then fucking be equal about that shit. Yeah. Don't fucking just be like, oh, well, it sounds satanic. It must be satanic. My Lord, have you heard Robert Johnson crossroad blues? That's some good shit. Yeah, but it's satanic. It's probably more satanic than anything. If you're gonna just go that way, you know. Dude died under mysterious circumstances at twenty-seven, and it's always that age, right? Yeah. Uh, here's one that I don't, I don't agree with,
1: and uh, this uh, number, number twenty, Alkaline Trio.
0: Twenty-eight, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't really agree with that one. I mean, I like Alkaline Trio. Maybe I'm gonna get shit for that. I listen to Alkaline Trio. They don't. They don't
0: suck. They're alright.
1: And uh, the song, This Could Be Loved, like, I'm really... A, a lot of what they talk about in the song, yeah, I guess you could put it on that, but again, it goes back to what I said earlier when okay. I think, like, evil songs, I think, like, you know,
0: puts you in, like, a, a mood, a creepy mood or something. I agree. Carcass, cadaveric incubator of endoparasites. That's not... Evil. <laughs> That's just shit that happens to our bodies. And, you know. The lyrics were all about fucking, you know. Yeah. Pretty much medical, you know, textbooks and shit like that. So, I don't see anything wrong with that. Nine Inch Nails, Piggy. I'm not a big Nine Inch Nine Nails. Dude, I love Bails. Nine Inch Nails. Is this evil?
1: Yeah. I, I Yeah, I could dig it. I don't put it that far up in the list but yeah it did
0: Cannibal Corpse Frantic Disembowelment. Cannibal Corpse to me is one of those who who are very uh, like Carcass they're very uh, descriptive with (laughs) with their lyrics and I like that you know this is pretty cool Uh, again this one I was I had not heard the Richard Spawn, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard that one. But either. you know, they're not evil. They're I mean <clears throat> Gross, maybe, but yeah. yeah. Jane's Addiction, Ted, just admit it, Ted. God damn it. <laughs> uh Nothing's shocking album. Um, so this is also off of Ted was from Ted Bundy? Yeah. Uh, Slipknot Iowa uh, Absolutely not I disagree with anything Slipknot i will pass that one right away Uh, Abruptum Now Abruptum Straight up has the vocals Of Evil When you listen to it When you do listen to it Uh, I mean I remember It The Was like a He was like a dwarf Little dude Uh, Supposedly Would cut himself Well he would Sing, and a lot of the old black metal bands from like the early '90s, the second wave, I would say, supposedly a lot of them would do that. Yeah, you know, they would cut themselves and then sing and shit like that to give to bring the authenticity of the vocals. Uh, but yeah, their vocals, his vocals are fucking rough, dude. And and if you're walking at night and you just like hear those vocals, it, you're gonna get scared, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy, man. It's just that. Man. Alice Cooper, I love the dead. Okay. I love the dead before they rise. No farewells and the goodbyes. I never even knew your now riding face. Nice. <laughs> so it sounds pretty evil to me. It sounds pretty evil. Uh, Merciful Fate. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Dude. His vocals, man. <clears throat> That's some evil shit right there. I love this album. Um. So the inspiration came from a skull that King Diamond got from med med school. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty it's cool. Sick guy. Suffered a brutal injury and he named it Melissa. That's pretty cool, man. And, you know, uh people named Melissa are gonna be like, No, it's about me. Um, <laughs> right. uh, morbid angel, bleed for the devil, altars of madness. Alright, cool.
1: Dude, I'm, I'm big on Morbid Angel, man. I love yeah. some Morbid Angel. Ozzy Osbourne.
0: Mr. Crowley. That's another good one. Uh, obviously, I think probably the most evil man on earth uh, at, at one point. Yeah. Um uh, Mr. Crowley, you know, with sex blood magic or whatever. Was that? That's Rich Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he would do sex magic. He, His mantra was mountain climbing and fucking. You know what I mean? Man, it sounds like so, a good
1: time <laughs> yeah right
0: so it's like he he'd have orgies mountain and orgies you know what I mean? so, yo so <laughs> he he knew something we didn't i guess you know? there's plenty of mountains around here that's all i gotta say but um and yeah i mean he was he was a weirdo and he had that he he did that religion dilemma uh, so he had a lot of cool he had a lot of interesting stuff going on i yeah. I like I like Crowley. He's a he's a crazy guy. Now Misfits. mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? Um I don't know about that, you know? Yeah, I don't know about that it. That song that sounds tongue in cheek horror movie, um uh, black and white horror movie type thing going on that, that Danzig had. Uh I feel like the unfortunate part with uh Misfits, uh well Danzig now. Is he's writing his own coattail. <laughs> oh, yeah like yeah. he doesn't evolve. He's been doing the same fucking mamas and same bullshit over and over. Um, like the latest album that he did was it an Elvis covers that he did, or some shit. And and because he's he's the evil dark Elvis, like <laughs> yeah, Elvis, like no dude, you you're not fucking Elvis. Cut that shit out, dude. You're nothing like him. <laughs> Leave it alone. It's like, go get knocked out by Northside North Side kid. Yeah, no shit. Go do that again. <laughs> Fucking give me some sense. Um, Coven, Satanic Mass. That's uh, this rock band from like the 60s, right? Yeah, down. Venom, black metal. Man, how about pretending to be scary just to scare people metal? You know yeah. I mean? And Venom encompassed that. They were pretty much that.
1: Yeah, I they, like I like I like Venom but I see where you're coming from when you say that. No, to me they're fun. Yeah. It's a
0: fun band to listen to. Mm-hmm. I poke fun of them all the time because Chronos <laughs> takes himself too fucking serious. Yeah. And it's like shut the fuck up because you're just like Philip from Pantera. Mm-hmm. You take yourself way too fucking serious, dude. And you gotta just give it up. I mean, just don't be an asshole about it. Just be cool about it. You know what I mean? Like uh you became a legend and leave it alone. And don't be so full of yourself, you know what I mean. Um, But yeah, Judas Priest better than you, better by you better than me. Um, Okay, same class. All right, all right. Evil, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't know about evil, but yeah, but Procreation of the Wicked, Celtic Frost, that's for sure.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, uh, Killing Joke, Exorcism. I like Killing Joe. Yeah, they're all right, man. All right. But I don't know. Just high up on this list, so I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah, King Diamond, Family Ghost. That's pretty good. There oh, yeah. yeah, we go. Mm-hmm. There's a video of
0: him, and I think it's during the Puppet Master, right? I think it was called the Puppet Master album. Okay. Uh, he was. He was telling a story about. I think he was like in Hungary, and he was get, He was watching these like dolls come to life, and what? yeah, I think he was like telling this really cool story, and that's how he got the basis of writing that album, The Puppet Master. Okay, so it's pretty cool. And he was like, they came to life, and like he's a great storyteller, yeah, dude. dude. I, I yeah, fucking man. love him, dude. Like, and he was just like, <clears throat> I was like, bro, if it's real or not, I fucking believe. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the way you're telling the story. Yeah. yeah. Diamond uh, man, one of the best. Dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson, Cake and Sodomy, <laughs> Portrait of an American Family. Yeah. All right. Dude, Sun man. Yeah.
1: Uh, I guess I guess you could put it on there, but um, Sun is very droney. I can't stand them, dude. Is it super, they're they're a drone band. Yeah. Like they're super drones. So if if anything, I mean that's
0: putting it lightly though.
1: Yeah i i mean evil i'm not sure i would have rather put a band like if they're going along those lines Mm -hmm. maybe a band like zaster okay
0: well yeah that they i would think so yeah
1: Yeah, like zaster or
0: like leviathan or something so
1: yeah i'd go more that route instead of sun you know and
0: it says Sixteen minutes of torturous drone,
1: dude. I do not. That's probably why it's so evil. Because yeah. I want to blow my brains
0: that's out, a lot you know. Of drone, dude. And there's people who absolutely worship that. That oh. and, and and it's like I mean that's cool, man. It's cool. It doesn't go for it. if you could if you can do that, that's great. Yeah,
1: and uh, I I like Sun, but I'm not gonna listen to
0: sixteen minutes of No. And I'm guessing that's listen to the song. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, and then we have Tanzig.
1: Come on, get out of here with that. That should should
0: not even be on this yes. list. No, thank you. Now, Slayer, Angel of Death, why is that not number one? It's at number six. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I would say that this could be number one, I think. You can't I fuck could, with that song. Even you though, could. even me, I don't even like Slayer. I don't hate them. Yeah. Let's, let's reiterate that, because people are always asking me, what the fuck? Uh, once they became too Slayer- Uh, Slayer-ish with the and Blood. I wasn't enjoying them anymore. Would you uh, compare them as not liking them to Mastodon? Um, (laughs) I would much rather just listen to anything Slayer than (laughs) to Mastodon or Ghost. (laughs) Like, I'll be happy with that, even though I'm not a big fan. So, Angel of Death. um, Definitely a lot of people were saying, uh, especially a lot of, uh, I want to say sensitive, woke-ass people. We're saying no, they should like totally stop writing music and that, you know, they, should, they shouldn't they should play that live anymore. They should take it off the CDs and. Um, no. If it's something that I think is important, that's history, dude. You're talking about Joseph, who's a Mengel. Yeah. You're looking at somebody who's doing nasty shit and we can't forget about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We need to be reminded that there's evil out there. There's people out there like that. We can't just fucking. Put it under the rug like it never existed. Which cancel culture tends to do. And you we you can't just do that. We need to be reminded. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why that in you know when it comes to that, I I'm all all about that song. Now, Diamond Head, am I evil? He's questioning it, so I don't think he is. <laughs> if you're questioning the evil, <laughs> then I then you're not. <laughs> yeah. Love Diamond Head too, by the way. Iron wow. Maiden, Number of the Beast. Um, great fucking album great fucking yeah. song I love Iron Maiden classic mm-hmm. evil I'm not sure but in the realm for sure you know yeah it's an evil town it's made in the vicinity you know yo this next
1: one I'm like super I'm like weird on Ramstein Wiener
0: what Wiener <laughs> Blut <laughs> Wiener Blut uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see what this song's about. Yeah, it's, it's subtle masochism as always. Yeah, fun, right? they're all about that still. <laughs> now, number two, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Now, I can te- definitely agree
0: with that. But... I would have been happy if they had flipped the results because Mayhem's Freezing Moon was number one
1: yeah
0: um, I'm not happy with that I would have been happy with Black with that number one
1: yeah maybe Freezing Moon number two I don't know that would have been fine that would have um, been alright <clears throat> I think Freezing Moon I like it I like the song yeah uh, great song the way it starts off uh-huh. uh, um I think the reason why they just put that on there is because of the band itself because of all the shit that went down yeah, yeah. So mm, it could be. If it was flopped, I would have. I would have been happy with Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath at number one because I truly do find
0: that one creepy as hell. Yeah, the vibe, the tone. Yeah, um, it is everything, right? And I think even it's even to a scientific mm-hmm. uh, level, which is the tritone, the the devil's note. Yeah, I think to, even to that scientific level, it was evil. So it makes sense, you know. Uh, Alright, well, whatever. It is what it is. Yep. So, what? before we get into our full list of albums that turn 21, albums that can legally drink and probably outdrink drink you, <laughs> um, we're going to put a cool song called Endless Loop by this badass band called Existence Depraved. Um, for fans of... Mm. Excuse me? I would say for fans of Countless Skies, Evergrey, Devin Townsend, all mixed, right? Yeah. Uh, I would say, I know you mentioned Scar Symmetry. Mm-hmm. Probably the music when there's clean vocals. And yeah. Because they have a little bit of um, some background. What is it like? Not not a symphonic, but some sort of background stuff going on. Yeah, Yeah. So true. I agree with your... With your idea there. And so, yeah. So, Existence Depraved. Endless Loop. Check it out. These guys are fucking badass. For the most part, I, I I was really shocked because when I saw their logo, yeah, I was like, man, this looks like some hardcore death metal shit, you know, <laughs> and I was pleasantly surprised and there is nothing wrong with hardcore death metal or hardcore in itself. Pretty cool. So I was just very surprised and just like, I enjoy the shit out of it. So yeah,
1: yeah. I thought it was a really good song. Yeah. Um, it was my first time listening to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig also it doing sort of a symphonic feel in the back, piano, stuff like that. I'm good.
0: Yeah, so there's there's I think it could that's what I'm saying, it could be for fans of Evergrade, Countless Guys, Devin Townsend. Yeah. Um it certainly has this melodic progginess to it. So I definitely enjoyed that. And hopefully do a we'll uh, we'll hook up hopefully we'll do an interview all together we'll talk have a chat with them via zoom or skype whatever so main topic man uh, yeah. metal albums that can legally drink um should you want do you want to go first yeah um i'll go first um all right so
1: this album right here it's um definitely um not their best work but it's uh it's an album that I remember really seeking out when it first came out, uh, was uh, Pantera's Reinventing the Steel. Okay. Um, before that, when did, uh, what was the album before that? Uh, Greets this, and Kill? Yep. That came out in what? 96?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then um, they kind of like took like a hiatus.
0: Tour, hiatus. Yeah. They were playing. And that's when things started getting kind of strange.
1: Yeah, things were really weird between the band and then they came out with we Reinventing the Steel. Uh, like I said, not their best work, but definitely one album that I remember uh in 2000 that I was like, "Yo, Pantera just released his latest album." Like and then I heard that song uh, Revolution is My Name, which is a great song. Yeah. Um and, I, and I, I was, like, big on Pantera. Like, I I don't even remember how old I was when I was uh, in 2000. I was, like, what? Um,
2: 12?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, like, 12 yeah. in 2000. I was maybe 12 or 13, give or take. Yeah. But, yeah, man, reinventing the steel, that one. And I'm sure um, Dimebag can outdrink everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. What was, what was that drink that he uh, always had? Uh, Black
2: Tooth? Oh,
0: that's right. It was right, uh, uh, crown and ducked pepper. Was it? Yeah. Is that what it was? Black Tooth Grin, which is yeah, yeah. based off Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll try that one day. It's good, man. It's Never tried it. A little shot, a little splash. You'll be alright. It's pretty good. And some Coors. <laughs> some Coors Light. I'm pretty sure they drank everything. I don't think they gave a fuck.
1: Yeah, i I myself, I'm not. Uh...
0: Well, we're drinking king cobras, I say. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right? yeah.
0: But that's because we're making fun of people who just turned twenty one, and they'll drink whatever the fuck. I would honestly, if it were up to me, I would have gotten an MD twenty twenties, dude. Oh yeah, we would have yeah. been plastered by now. But I mean, it was like we need to talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> we can't. We can't do that yet. Yo, man, like, funny story.
1: This is going to be totally off topic. go for it, man. Even better. This is a (laughs) funny story with an (laughs) MD-2020. Okay. Um, My friend, he likes to smoke. He likes to smoke the marijuanas. So, one day, we were hanging out. And I was like, yo, dude, we're going to buy King Cobras. I'm going to buy some MD-2020s. And we're going to hang out. I was like, Okay. We hung out. Uh, I I usually don't smoke. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. So one day he's just like, "Dude, you wanna you wanna smoke, dude?" I was just like, "I was I was already drinking," and I was like, "Okay, dude, like I'll smoke a little bit. Like
2: we're well, here, a little hit,
1: yeah." So I made the mistake of crossing everything. I smoked. I had a king cobra and an MB twenty twenty. So Yay. I was feeling good. I I had to throw up. Right. I had to throw up, but earlier in the day I had eaten uh, pizza.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I went to go throw up, and I made I made it to this dude's sink. Yeah. And I threw up in the sink, but I tried like i turned on the faucet (laughs) and it clogged up everything dude that's
0: so gross (laughs) i clogged up
1: everything and i and i called him and i was like yo dude like i need your help man like yeah uh i kind of like clogged your sink and he's like oh shit all right so he goes and he's like fuck so he like got some gloves and he got like a like some deals so we could scoop yeah the water out of the sink and throw it into, like, the, the toilet. Yeah. And me, still being drunk, I was like, dude, I'm gonna help you. And I started putting my hands Oh all in there. And I was like, dude, I'm helping you. And he's like, dude, stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's gross. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and he started throwing it in
2: I was like, dude, I'm helping you, dude. <laughs>
1: I, was, I was so drunk, but uh, that night, we ended up, I'm sure there's a drink called this, but we ended up calling it like mind erasers mm. because we're just like completely wiped out. It's just... Yeah. But, um, <laughs> a cool little story right there regarding <laughs> MD-2020s. That's where should... an MD-2020 put me.
0: Yeah, they tend to do that. And if you're not careful, man, because they're so sweet, you know. Dude, I know. So if you're not careful, boom, knock you on your ass, dude. Right? <laughs> For real. So, to kind of continue with the, uh, hold on, I got a burp. Wait, that was evil. Damn. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, technically, these albums came out the year in the year two thousand, <laughs> right?
1: Any uh, Conan O'Brien Yeah. Fans? You know, we
0: gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Add that in there. So, <clears throat> if you're aware, pretty much. I yeah, know, it was my turn, man. Yeah, man, these are <laughs> burpy, dude. Uh, anyways, so yeah, year 2000. So, kind of give you a reference, kind of time frame where you know, you know, you know what year these albums came out. So, my uh, pick would be Symphony X, the New Mythology Suite. Um, probably the first Symphony X album I heard um, one of the best albums out there fucking heavy progressive uh, power metal yeah I wanna say Russell Allen's vocals are fucking amazing Michael Romeo's guitar work he shreds shred it bro um, can't go wrong with that fucking album it's still one of the heavier albums out there um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Symphony X. Yeah, I never listened to this album, though. Okay. Yeah,
1: so I'm going to add these to like my Spotify list so that I could like get around to listening to Excuse me. songs on this album. Um,
0: I believe this might have been right before they did The Odyssey. Okay. Uh, Odyssey came out, what, 2004, I believe. And that was a fucking epic, mega-classic. Yeah. Ultra, like, essential listening. If you're going to listen to Symphony X, listen to The Odyssey. Not even fucking around. You, uh, you're you welcome, by the way. like I'll tell <laughs> you now. You're welcome in advance. Uh, so, definitely, Symphony X is a great album. Uh, my friend Ernest, he's the one who introduced me. So, shout out to Ernest. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of high school memories here for me. Yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. uh, sophomore going into junior uh, during this time. Yeah. So this was already... She's shaped there, you know, driving <laughs> yeah. my little Volkswagen golf, my you know, uh yeah. going to Isleta, you know what I mean? So
1: Dude man, you were in high school? I was a sixth grader when all this yeah, stuff came out. Yeah, I was already
0: Yeah, man. So <laughs> uh good shit. But just to give a time frame for everybody to understand what was going on. For a lot of people I think it's gonna be a definite blast from the past. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Alright, so... uh This one that I want that to talk about here is a... Uh, big shout-out to George because I know he, he loves this album.
0: <laughs> and he wasn't able to come today. He had previous uh, plans already, but... Yeah. He talked about this. Yeah. And so, for sure, shout-out to George for this.
1: Yeah, and this is going to be Mudvayne's LD50. Right. Um... <laughs> This, this one's super weird because back in the day, you remember waking up in the morning and MTV had their morning music yeah. videos playing and stuff. Back when MTV actually played music videos. Yes. Um, and they had just released MTV2. Right. And MTV2 was the new thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, MTV2 is going to be like tons of videos all the time.
2: Pretty much all the time,
1: right? Yeah, pretty much all the time. And then uh, I wake up in the morning get ready for um for school and Mudveen's uh dig started playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Like who who is this? Like, yeah. like who is this band and are they at, at that point there was a ton of bands like doing uh like the whole, um, the whole Slipknot thing. Right. Like Slipknot came out with masks and stuff. So there was a ton of bands that were trying to, uh. Mushroom
0: Head. Well, supposedly they said they were the first
1: ones. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. I mean, who. who I I don't know. Uh, Mushroomhead's a good band, by the way. I, I want to add that in there. A lot of people just know that one song, um, I don't even know the name of it. They have a music video for it, but, um,. <laughs> But if you actually listen to other uh, Mushroomhead songs, they're really good. So,
0: I probably only know that one song. Yeah. About yeah.
1: But uh, anyway, getting ready for school, and then I see this music video come out, and I was just like,
0: what the hell? Like, who's this bad? Yeah. And I hear that ding, 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 yeah. ding,
1: ding. And I was just like, yo, this is cool. <laughs> Which
0: became like a meme.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the meme people now. Yeah. But uh, like, I was just like, yo... This band is so good, and uh, I ended up getting the album, the CD, and uh, CD beginning to end is super good. Uh, Death Blooms is one of the best songs. They made a video for that one too. Yeah, and but LD Fifty is what lethal dose is that what it is? I think so. I think that's the lethal dose uh, that you take and and then you die or something. Mm -hmm. Or is is it? Don't quote me on that. Not sure. Let's find out.
0: Gotta put some uh, Jeopardy music.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the is the amount of material given all at once, which causes the death of 50% of a group of test animals. Mm. LD50 is one way to measure the short-term poisoning potential.
0: Yeah. Short term?
1: Um, yeah. Poisoning potential. So LD50, that's what it is.
0: Okay. 50% makes sense.
1: Yeah. But all your new metal
0: fans, if anyone's mm-hmm. listening, of course... You have been redeemed.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now we're going to move over to something a little bit more shreddy. Uh, I would say some Key, Shreddy keyboard-y? Mercury Shreddy Mercury Shreddy
2: Mercury a little
0: <laughs> more keyboard heavy yeah uh, in your face uh of bodoms, Follow the Reaper or the Blue Album um great album uh obviously kind of uh interesting cause we wouldn't <clears throat> if Alexi had not passed away recently uh I mean I had been listening to Synergy and other shit like that yeah but how how crazy is you know we're talking about it now uh, so definitely big shout out to Alexi. I know he, um uh, his, technically his wife, Kimberly Goss, who sang in synergy, um, uh, has been going through a lot of shit right now because yeah. she made a Instagram account to kind of like talk about and share pictures and stuff like that of the times they had when they were younger and, um, recently. Yeah. Cause people are calling her a gold digger. They're calling her all these ugly things and oh, saying all ugly things to her. And she's like, Look, his family is already set and taken care of. Like she doesn't she's not trying to, you know, be a gold digger. And and she was like, That's kind of fucked up. And she's like, The truth will be revealed very soon. Like, just, you know, leave it alone. And so she had to go out of her way to explain. It, it was so it was so much so dramatic too, like, that people had to like be they go out of their way to be a fucking dick and just ruin things for people. Yeah, dude, I she's that. still mourning, dude. Leave her the fuck alone. By the yeah. way, when there's a train coming, Um, yeah. but just leave her alone, dude. I mean,
1: I mean, just let it be. Like, I mean, there's no yeah. need for people to be like, "You're a fucking gold digger and stuff like that." It's just like, yo, dude, like, yeah, they they were married, they dated, stuff like that, like, yeah. I don't know the guy's in a band he was in in the band in uh, Children of Bodom but it's like yeah there's no need for any of that no and
0: she had been talking with him FaceTiming and everything for the past what Uh, several weeks before he had passed away yeah you know and so she was telling all the stories of the things that you know different times that they had you know different cool cool little stories and pictures of you know, the story of different pictures of, you know, where they were when they were touring or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of sad that people have to be like that. You would leave Jack Burton alone.
1: (laughs) But, uh, Children of Bottom, man, like, that's, uh, as I, if people listen to the previous episode, one of the previous episodes when we talked about it, Mm -hmm. uh, Children of Bottom was their, like, my cup of tea. Yeah. They, I just never really got into them. Right. And I was, like, Mm-hmm. they're just one of those bands that as I explained uh, Alexi Leho had his like, guitar world stuff in there my brother was all hyped about That's it right. um, but I never really got around to listening to any children about them albums um,
0: but I'm curious to, to listen to this and see how <clears throat> if if you're curious I would say the green and blue okay. so Hate Breeder the green Came out before this, I think, 98, 99. Okay. Something like that. Less keyboard in your face. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's they tend to, to, like, for dramatic effect. Yeah. Kind of like when they do uh, uh, scares, cheap scares in movies. Okay. With the music. A, except it's not meant to be cheap scares. It's just in, it's part of the music. Yeah. Um, but I would say Hate Breeder does the least amount of that. Okay. There's, like, hardly... I'll, there's keyboards but not like that yeah I,
1: I, I feel like I'd listen to both just to see the difference yeah
0: in in terms of what you can call it I think it's more neo, neoclassical for sure cool cool uh, so I love I love Children of Bottom um, I actually had fallen out of love with them for a while for the recent albums yeah did not like the direction but now you know looking back it's like goddamn they're so fucking good yeah so, yeah
1: yeah he's always been a good guitar player I, yeah. yeah, so you sure. can't take that away at all. Yeah, exactly. so. All right, so uh, this one here, um, more death metal, but death metal rap. Uh, it's Nile Black Seeds of Vengeance. Um, I
0: think that set him on the map,
1: dude. I think so. I think that one was just like, yo, Black Seeds of Vengeance is kind of the one that got put put out, and it, you know, more people started listening to them. Right. Him. Right. Uh, I feel Nile's always been uh, one of those bands that's like always under the radar to some people yeah um you don't really hear a lot of people talk about them um I I I went through when I was in like 6th grade I went through like this whole like death metal binge yeah so I just started trying to figure out as many death metal bands as I could and uh Niall uh, Black Seeds of Vengeance um uh, that album, as I've talked to pre uh, talked about previously, was one of those albums that I got through ordering CDs off of uh, like catalogs, right, and stuff. And that was one of those. I was like, "Yo, I've never heard this band." And of course, back in the day, you didn't have like
0: YouTube or uh, there was no YouTube. I mean, the interwebs were had been around. Yeah, still very uh archaic at that point yeah it wasn't really as um i guess established as it is now yeah so back then
1: uh you'd have to resort to downloading off of a uh, LimeWire right. or uh, before napster got shut down like napster uh and sometimes you'd even run a risk of downloading a porno that you didn't even download it yeah like you know? yeah, viruses a lot like, of, viruses and, shit a like lot of viruses and stuff like that so uh so some, also sometimes you get like different versions of the song and you had no idea. But you'd have to go one by one downloading song for song. It's not like how it is now. Like you could go onto Spotify and just put an album. Yeah. And all their all their songs come out and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I mean for the I guess not legitimate way you can torrent. Yeah. You know, and there's another trend coming. Uh, if if it's the non-legit way to do it, um, however, you can download pretty much the entire album quickly, uh, which, you know, you don't want to do that because your ISP or IPS, what is it, the internet service providers? Yeah, uh, they will find out and they'll block your fucking data, and they'll be like, hey man, quit doing that shit, and it's like, okay, I'll stop. It's like, okay, okay USA. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> so
1: they'll stop that train yeah man that trade man but uh, <laughs> going back to black seeds of vengeance uh I got that album and I was just like, yo like super heavy they always went like that Egyptian rap I think that's what turned off a lot of people. Yeah. I liked it i like I dug it too yeah a lot of people like don't yeah. like it, but yeah. i I
0: dug it, and I really like it um I mean, if you're looking at it, I Maiden had world history hmm these guys said Egyptian. Yeah. You know? So I
1: like that album. It may not be for everyone. Yeah. For sure. But that one's uh, for me. I remember that. One. I remember getting that one with like Deicide's uh, Serpent to the Light. I something love like that, that album.
0: That yeah. So yeah. I was I was down for it. Yeah. Um, I'm right now I'm down to go pee so I'll be right back. That's pee pee. And we're back. So Nile Black Seeds of Vengeance good pick now another good pick of the year 2000 nevermore Dead heart in a dead world probably the best album of that year arguably yeah which i believe they won album of the year in different circles and different uh i know they won i think in um brave words and bloody knuckles could have won in metal maniacs i'm not sure Um, But certainly, in a lot of different journalists and a lot of different media magazines and stuff like that, they were definitely one of the. That was definitely one of the best albums of the year 2000, and you can't deny that when you have. uh, I mean, first of all, the sound of silence. They're covering Simon and Garfunkel in such a fucking beautiful way. Yeah, Uh, I love the cover. Um, Very, I want to say, very ballsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think was it who else covered it Disturbed they, didn't they cover I think, it I think they did or
1: maybe one of those other, yeah. one of those and, other like radio rock bands yeah
0: I think they might have and fuck them for for doing that you gotta hear number mores uh, yeah you know and again I mean so much so much um, I keep forgetting his name because he had a solo album um let me see. We do the the music, the Jeopardy music. <laughs> like the boom,
1: boom, boom, yeah. boom.
0: So what do we got? So when we're talking about World Dane, that's what we're talking about. Now World Dane recently passed away. Well when I say recently it's within the last five, ten years. It's okay. always you know. Uh he passed away, I think it was in Brazil doing something, recording something, I don't know, passed away, heart attack. Probably one of the best metal singers in the history, mm-hmm. you know, in the history of heavy metal. He was in Sanctuary in the 80s. And yeah. Stuff. A couple of great albums, by the way. Uh, and when he did, when they started doing Nevermore, uh, my first... Excuse me, that was gross. My first introduction to them was um, oh <laughs> I think we're all it's, just burping right yeah. now you have like a burp count <laughs> somebody could do a fucking like, burp count um, my first introduction to them was a song from Dreaming Neon Black and I think it was Dreaming Neon Black the uh, the song Yeah. Um, and then Poison God Machine Was another song that I had heard from them. Shortly after, it just came out of nowhere. Dead Hard in a Dead World. Uh, The River Dragon. Fucking classic song. Um, The River Dragon has come. Fucking epic. But starting off the album, no. Mom is awake. Narcosynthesis? (laughs) Fucking heavy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. When you get to songs like We Disintegrate and shit like that, dude, fuck, the vocals are just like... And you get to see where, like, his vocal range goes all over the place to, like, Rob Halford type shit. You know what I mean? He could do it all, dude. So, World Dane was the man. You can't... And also, Jeff Loomis. Yeah. You know what I mean? With his prowess, his his musical prowess, like, you can't go wrong with this. Uh, The Heart Collector, probably one of my favorite songs on there. And the title track, Dead Heart in a Dead World, uh, I love it. Uh, I know there was eventually a uh, bonus tracks album with Love Bites with Judas Priest. uh, And that's pretty cool. But uh, classic album. I fucking miss World Dane, especially uh, his solo albums, which the solo album I recommend. If you have not heard, listen to it. It's really good. Nah. I forget I the name, name, but it's World Dane. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the album. And uh, the song that he did, I think it's called Brother. Uh let me see if I can find it really quick. It's um, his only uh It's his only uh album or what? As far as I know, I believe it could just be his only one, dude. Um Let me see if I can find it. No, he has a few. He has a few. But... He has Shadow Work, Disconnection System. And the one that I was talking about is Praises to the War Machine. Holy fuck, that is just such a... Yeah. The whole, the whole fucking album is so fucking good. This Old Man, Brother. um, Just such a... The day the Rats went to war... Like, the whole fucking thing is so fucking good, man. Uh, World Danes, like... For sure, mm. is sorely missed, dude. Dang. I I, 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 people don't talk about him enough, and so I, to a degree, I feel like he is definitely a underrated singer. Yeah. Dang. Um, so, check out Nevermore. You know, Dead Heart in a Dead World. And check Nevermore out in a, in, yeah, general in general because they I think they are underrated, dude. Not a lot of people, yeah. you know, enjoy their music. <clears throat> so, great band. Go yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, this one's kind of weird for me. This is kind of weird for me only because of the fact that i didn't listen to them in the year 2000 okay (laughs) i started listening to them later and i fell in love with them and this album uh just so happens that it came out in the year 2000 and i listened to it all the time okay i listened to them all the time And it's Isis, Celestial. Good Uh, shit. For people who don't know Isis, uh, not the terrorist group, obviously. Uh, Which we'll get into in a minute. Yeah. Uh, This band started off, what, early 90s? Did a lot of uh, stuff with, like, the Melvins. Um, And their style is just, like, Heavy, heavy stuff, heavy vocals, and then it's just beautiful guitars and atmospheric stuff. And, Streaming, yeah, and the song itself, Celestial, Celestial a song off Celestial, uh, about nine minutes song, but what we were talking about earlier, like for example, like with Sun, sixteen minute drone song, right? This is not the case, like. Uh, Isis has always been one of those bands that they throw in like different things around their songs so you can enjoy their 10 minute songs yes so um, I love Isis and Celestial is a a great album people need to listen to it Uh, it's also something that you could just throw on and you can chill to regardless
0: of the heaviness that they have
1: yeah you can just sit down and just talk and drink beers and enjoy the music that they
0: play I, I think with music like post metal yeah and stuff like that you have to be very careful. Don't drive. <laughs> uh, I was doing that and it's like I don't know how I got to where I got to. Um, so it's kind of dangerous but amazing, beautiful um, again, you have the guitars who uh, it's like they're jamming but it's it, it's it's all it sets the mood man. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that if you're really into meditation and stuff like this, um, not necessarily would be the best music for it, but in heavy metal meditation, it could potentially be a good exercise. And you're trying to use it for that. Yeah, for me, for me, I think in the absence of truth is the album. Yeah, uh, I think that's their best album. Um, Oceanic. Oceanic is super
1: great. Um, I love Oceanic. Yeah. Panopticon um, too is just Panopticon uh, is super good and yeah. uh they have a split with something called Aerogram. Mm. And that split is super good. Um Okay, I'll check that out. Oh uh, Aaron Turner, man. Aaron Turner, the mastermind behind Isis. Uh super great musician. Knows obviously knows what he's doing when he writes music. He also has a uh, groups uh Old Man Gloom. Was did he do who did
0: Sumac or something? It him.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. He does he's still doing Sumac now. Okay. Um Sumac is kind of along the same style. More, a little bit more rougher.
2: Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah it's sort of along the same style though. But um another band, Sumac, is also really good. Yeah. But Came
2: uh about a few
1: years ago. Yeah, uh but Aaron Turner, man. Um, he's, like, I don't even know what else to say about him.
0: You know, I, I think when it comes to the music that they write, it's kind of like this, um, you know, had been happening already when you have bands like, um, I think it's like a, almost like a, kind of like, I don't know to describe it. When there, when there were bands that were doing shoe, the whole shoegaze thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was almost kind of like a metallic version of this shoegaze world that was coming out from like, let's say the 80s. Like, was it like My, My Bloody Valentine or something like that? Yeah. When you had that, was starting to cre- get created. And I feel like metal these metal musicians were able to really develop it into their own style and make it their own, really make it in their own yeah wait so when you have bands like ISIS and I think there's I mean there's countless bands out there I know um who hold on I'm trying to think there's another band that I really enjoy um, there's a well now there's bands like
1: uh Rosetta yeah there's a North North dude North from uh Arizona I believe they're yeah. from Arizona oh is that right okay yeah they're I from Arizona uh, North does that, and then Pelican. Pelican, dude,
0: of course, Pelican. <laughs> um, and and if you wanted to, maybe say the not not necessarily the birth, but you have uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor, and you have you have Neurosis.
1: Now now not just do you talk about Godspeed You Black Emperor? They have an album that came out in two thousand, mm. and I think it's. Um, Something is little... the one with the stop sign? No, no, somewhere it shows the hands. Okay,
0: yeah, somewhere it shows the hands. Uh, let me see. My favorite, too. So, while you're looking, yeah, my favorite, I would say, post metal would be Russian Circles and Mouth of the Architect. Yeah, those dude. two are the ultimate with Isis mm-hmm. all together, man.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, the album's called uh, Lift Your Skinny Fist to Send to Heaven.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's definitely one of those albums that uh, you do not want to listen to while driving. Okay. That's one of those where you just like. Get lost. Yeah, you get lost with like all the atmosphere that they toss up in there and stuff. Yeah. So they're like twenty-minute songs too. So. I'll
0: um, uh, I'll have to bring Pascual Yeah. To come talk with us, he's a very good friend, and he's, that's his bread and butter, man. Yes. Yeah. That's his work. He's a metalhead at heart, and he can talk metal just like anybody else. Like just talk metal, but the whole post metal, post rock scene, that's his shit. Yeah, dude. So, there's there's
1: yeah. a there's a ton of bands like the post rock bands like uh, This Will Destroy You, right? Um, right. And then would you mention Russian Circles? And then uh, I guess you could say like uh, one of the bands that like originally... I would say that like really put it on the map would be like Neurosis. Neurosis is probably one of the biggest bands.
0: I think they definitely put it on the map and these metal bands put their spin on it and they ran with it, dude.
1: Yeah, and like, and the good thing is that
0: they all have like their own different styles. Yeah, that's the cool part. That's the cool part. So it's like you could kind of tell like, oh, you're listening to this kind of music. The yeah. style of metal, but you could like kind of tell if you're like really into it, you can tell who's who. Yeah, um, and that's another thing. But I mean, for me, I think for for recommending people, mouth Mouth of the Architect, Russian Circles, and and ISIS, ISIS are really good. Yeah. And unfortunately, because of their name, uh, there was a lot of people who, as you know, cancel culture. They took it upon themselves to be like. You know, you guys need to uh, stop existing, and you guys need to die, and this and that. Yeah. They were getting death threats. They were getting all these things when it's like, you know, a bunch of fucking rednecks talking shit or whatever. People who don't know who this band is, they actually had to change their name to ISIS the band.
1: Yeah, like it has to be on They had to change the their name.
0: So I think that fucking sucks. Instead of looking at some sort of... Uh, sort of like an Egyptian uh, type of mythology or yeah. whatever, instead of looking at ISIS and Osiris and whatever. Uh, and I might be fucking that up, but in terms of this mythology, right, and, and story-wise, yeah, they're looking at ISIS, the fucking
2: uh, yeah, I mean, the
0: terrorist group. And that's the stupidest fucking thing, dude. Yeah, like the
1: thing is, is like ISIS, obviously their name's not. on that and they obviously they came out in the early 90s and then ISIS like the terrorist group obviously got presented what like the last 10 years probably yeah and that's when it was like oh ISIS this and ISIS that but what sucks is that people people are so quick to just be like whoa I'm not gonna listen to you guys because this is your fucking name and it's just like yo dude like we have nothing to do with that and you know
0: like you know yourself that they're not about it yeah exactly And it sucks because they've had to make several, uh, several announcements or, like, you know, hey, dude, that's not who we are. We're a metal band. Leave us alone. Yeah. What the fuck? And look, here we are playing at this show. Like, so for people who, you know, they can just fuck right off. Yeah. Who who think anything like that. Isis, Celestial, good pick, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with one a little bit, uh, uh, there could be familiar, familiar, maybe with some, some people in like goth rock. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because they used to be a little bit more death metal, black metal-y when they yeah. were started. Uh, but one of my favorite bands to this day, Sentenced, and I actually want to do a full episode on this band. Yeah. Uh, but Sentenced with the album Crimson, um... This album was probably one of the first full-length albums that I had heard, because I had heard songs from Amok. I had heard songs from uh, Down, Frozen, uh, and their older stuff, uh, Suicider, and um, I heard a bunch of different songs from them. And uh, these guys were known as the Northernmost Killers. Because they're way up in Finland, like the where they're where they're and where, they're, where they live, pretty yeah. much, right? And they're known as just you know, it was very suicidal uh, lyrically and, and and very cold, you know yeah. what I mean? So when it comes to stuff like that, I'm I, I'm attracted to it in terms of like that shit cuts deep, you know what I mean? That, <laughs> not literally right but in terms of what they're r- trying to represent what are they trying to say their lyrically you know what I mean and uh again it goes to that understanding of people how they have feelings and people have this way of thinking uh and it's a way to relate to people and stuff yeah. like that right so music is awesome but these guys certainly got that shit down dude and crimson man was a fucking I remember the first time I had heard it, uh, you know, when you have like the fucking cable and shit like that. And sometimes there's like metal channels and, or like rock and roll channels and shit like that on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those for me that had, where I had heard it. And I was like, Whoa, who's this? You know, like, this is pretty cool. And I was like, Oh, I know fucking sentence. Like I had been listening to them on the fucking century media EPs. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, not EPs, the compilations. Yeah. Um, I forgot what they're called, but each one had a different name. Uh, I think there could be one there. It's uh, white. I, don't know.
1: I see Mana in Vivo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's. You see where the horn is? Yeah. Right above the horn. Um, yeah, those. This one right there.
1: Let's see what it's called. I'm.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, grab those two. What do we got here? <laughs> that one. This one's called Identity 3D. So the Identity series. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Identity series. Uh, and Identity. Uh, this one, Identity Three, has sentenced the Warrior of Life. Yeah, man, strep young lad detox. Nevermore, The Seven Tongues, Samael, Rain, The Gathering, Adrenaline. Man, there's so many fucking... Trouble, Grave. There's so many good fucking songs. Grave is on there? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, dude, I love Grave. There's just so many fucking good songs. And, and, I mean, that's how I got into a lot of different uh, bands, essentially, is through listening to... um, Yeah. Compilations, you know. I think
1: we talked about that before. We're like...
0: For sure. Sometimes, if you'd... uh,
1: um, I think if you like Order a shirt Or something like that They'd uh, send you like Compilation CDs Brett. And stuff Or if you went to uh, To like uh, A show Or something Sometimes you'll get like Compilation CDs yeah. And stuff like that yeah. And you learn about Like tons of other bands I don't think I don't know if they do that now like, I, I happen- think they still
0: do I think they still do, but yeah. it's just not as popular anymore. They're cheap, man. That's why I would buy them. They're like three, four dollars yeah. pop.
1: Sometimes you'd even just get them for free. You just get them for free, and it's like, oh, the fucking the sampler, mm-hmm. like this month's sampler CD for Century Media, or for me it was like a Eulogy Records, which is a hardcore oh, yep. um, label, and. They'd always throw like, yo, these are the new bands that we have, or these are the bands that are on our label. Right. And it always found like one song from each band, and you always learned from that. Yeah. They're in different bands, and some you liked, some you didn't.
0: Yeah, and and you know you find them with relapse, metal, yeah. Right, metal blade. Yeah, metal blade
1: relapses yeah. a lot. Yeah. They all had
0: a lot of the cool ones, and uh, some some of them were double discs. Man, I'm telling you, they're cheap. Uh, Nuclear blast had the death is just the beginning series. Yeah. They had a lot of cool. A lot of cool compilations. Well, that's where I had discovered Sentence. But when they were playing Crimson, they were playing it on those metal channels yeah. on the TV. The first song I had heard was No More Beating as One. And fucking... That was it, man. I was hooked and I was like, man, I want this. I really want this fucking album. Uh, I don't know how in the world, but my fucking sister tracked it down. Okay. And she bought it for my birthday that year. And so I had my first sentence, officially first sentence album, because she bought it for me. Yeah. And holy fuck, it's a banger, dude. I mean, if you're looking to like, uh, uh, well, first of all, there's going to be people who fucking hate them because of the way they evolved. Mm -hmm. They're still rock. They're still metal. Uh, they're just not the heavy shit that they used to be when they were playing what, like, um and uh, you know the love and death ep when they were playing shadows of the past you know um was it north from here a lot of those different albums and eps and whatnot yeah but killing me killing you another good one broken is probably one of the best ones home and despair fragile bleeding my arms dead moon rising the river the with bitterness and joy there's such a fucking outstanding album um and then in two thousand two they I think they won album of the year with the Cold White Light, which is another fucking outstanding album with that I recommend people listening to Yeah. Um uh, so their catalogue kinda of goes in different ways. They have they've had a couple singers, you know. Not for everybody I would say. Um but certainly I think a great choice for today and albums that turn twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Dang. I need a I need to listen to more sentence then. Um. So this next one that I got right here, it might not be everyone's cup of tea. A lot of people might not even agree with this one. Might get people saying like, "Oh man, that bet sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and it's a perfect circle. Uh, a perfect circle's murder gnomes. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's uh, Maynard James Keenan's project. Away from Tool, so if you're not a Tool yeah. fan, um, this is different from what Tool I like it is. more. Yeah, I am more of a Perfect Circle fan than I am a Tool fan. Yeah, um, I don't hate Tool. I, but do. <laughs> 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 I don't hate Tool, but if I had the two next to each other, I would choose a Perfect Circle. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, and this song like. Uh, it was another one of those things when I said when it come down to Mudvayne uh, early morning getting ready for school mm-hmm. and then video comes on and you're like who is this band and it's yeah. a perfect circle yeah um, and they're like
0: whoa she put her hair in a fucking ponytail yeah, yeah. really quick bro. she means business yeah she <laughs>
1: means business <laughs> and uh, it was Judith yeah that video and uh, I found out that it was like I didn't know his name at the time, but I found out like it was attached to members from Tool, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" And then from there, just like, my, I think my friend had bought the CD, and I listened to it with him. And every time we'd hang out, we would like listen to it, and uh, it kind of always just stuck with me. And of course, everyone listens to that song "Three Libras." Um, I'm a Libra. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> We're not compatible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh Murder Gnomes is, uh, it, like I said, if you don't like Tool, I'd, I'd say take a perfect circle. And maybe you'll enjoy it. Um, they have some really good
0: songs. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, it came out in 2000. That's cool. I like their second album better. Yeah, me but too. This is a good starting point. Yeah, them,
1: I, I like their second album way better than I do Murder Gnomes. Yeah. but um, I saw them live. I was able to catch them live. They put on a great show. Mm, okay. Uh, James Keenan, of course, he's a little bit of a diva at times.
0: Eccentric weirdo.
1: Yeah, he uh, he didn't want people <clears throat> video recording. That's right. Uh, and I understand where he's coming from when he says, uh, I want you to enjoy the show. Don't watch the show from behind your your phone screen. Yeah. I know what he's trying to get at, but dude, this is a new age and you're not going to stop people from doing what they have to do.
0: Exactly. You, you can't uh, police every fucking thing. Yeah. Dude. That's
1: kind of fucked up, man. Yeah. So uh, in a way, it was kind of, even though the show was really great, great, it was kind of annoying hearing him say like during songs like put the phone down and calling people out yeah. and it's just like dude like come on man just let it be yeah I just let it be and it kind of took away from the show itself right. but overall I give it a 10 out of 10 it was a really good show we'll go again yeah yeah definitely if they came again obviously after COVID stuff right Uh, I definitely go see them that's cool Uh, and I signed for free Okay. So, uh, shout out to my friend Joe for hooking me up with those tickets. Nice. So yeah, people, uh, a perfect circle came out in two thousand. Uh, Murder Noms. Give it a listen if you don't dig it. Listen
0: to their second album because it's better. <laughs> True that. Now, pee-pee break one more time, and the PP Meister is back. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So we last had "Perfect Circle," murder Noms." Let's continue with "Iron Maiden," "Brave New World" comeback album with Bruce. Yes, has the triplets in the beginning, but not only that, the songs. Uh, they. I mean, they're fu- It's a great album, dude. Dude, I love it, dude. I I love this album. Co- I... The cover art is fucking badass. First of all, I remember when I bought it, I was like, just kept looking at the cover.
1: Yeah. Uh... This one is one of those albums that, obviously, I already I was already listening to Iron Maiden, but like you said, it was Bruce Dickinson's comeback album. Yeah. Uh, I didn't listen to. Uh, at that time, I wasn't listening to uh, any of the Bleez Bailey stuff, mm-hmm. which was uh, Virtual Eleven and um, what was what was one of the other ones that he did.
0: The one with Eddie's like getting electrocuted or some shit.
1: Or... One of those. Um Yeah. And uh I got this C D and then of course uh the the song The Wicker Man when it came yeah. out. It's a, it's a great starter song on the album. Yeah. Great starter song, it's it just it hits and it's Iron Maiden and it's like fast upbeat plain and you're just like, Yeah, I'm down for it. But it's the songs that come after that. Yeah. Uh, um. by the way it was The X Factor oh The yeah, X Factor that was another yeah. that was a Bladespaillie one yeah Um. it's the songs that came after it dude uh, yeah The Nomad I love that song The yeah. Nomad
2: yeah
0: super great like a 9 thin, minute song I think The Thin Line 10 Love and Hate Blood Brothers yeah Ghost Dream of the remembers. Navigator dude. Ghost of the Navigator god damn one of my favorites
1: I think they went like sort of a, a different route like it was Iron Maiden but I I really dug the real, the long songs that they did yeah. like seven minute nine minute songs yeah. and it's like yeah we're Iron Maiden and then they kind of showed uh, how they can do all the transitions and make a great song
0: Um I mean I think they were just rejuvenated dude yeah in their writing but maybe maybe with Bruce being back, Bruce uh, from his solo shit, maybe learning a thing or two or had ideas percolating that he's like, this is, maybe these ideas can be good for for uh, for my solo shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, hey, maybe this, uh, the door's open for you to come back. Maybe all of a sudden these ideas start to come out from everybody. Yeah. Um, because when you listen to The X Factor in Virtual 9, it's like very subpar. Very, um, what is it called? Uh, mediocre. Yeah. Um, and I would wonder if with Bruce that had happened, um, if he was on board during that time, would yeah. they were they still writing the same exact album? Because to me, they were very us It was just like whatever. Was just yeah, like, yeah. It was very blah. Um, with A Brave New World, I know we're not saying that it's super heavy, we're not saying that. But there was a little bit more pep in their step, I think.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it was good, and they showed a different, like a different style of Iron Maiden, a different style that uh, I guess uh, I mean f- I don't want to put this there, but kind of like post metal ish type thing, mm, okay. where they kind of like gave uh, an ambience on certain sort of some yes. songs okay. and stuff. Because uh, the no- the Nomad is my favorite song off that album. Okay and then it, it hits a point where it's just like super epic yeah and I was just like damn dude I love this shit <laughs> like it's fucking good uh, yeah man I, I I really love that album I don't uh, know uh, if you got anything else to say actually I
0: wanna I'm gonna revisit it again because it's been a minute before I've heard it you know since yeah. I've heard it really and I usually put on like the ones that I like really quick mm-hmm. so I'm gonna revisit it again because the, even though I know when I had heard it I was like fucking this is just the best you know what I mean this is great um definitely a great album and it's crazy that it's already 21 yeah I know right (laughs) I think a lot of these are gonna be saying that too yeah this
1: one's super crazy because (laughs) I feel like I had just listened to this the other day which I haven't but uh, like you said I need to really get back to it and check it out listen to it all over again
0: yeah Go for it. You got pick of the litter. Oh.
1: Well, here um, I want to talk about this album. And I'm sure you're going to like this album too. It's uh, Halford's Resurrection. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's
0: one of my favorite Yeah. Um, Rob Halford albums. Regardless of Priest or whatever. He's a fight. Whatever. Uh, 2 was it 2 yeah whatever the fuck one of my favorites and yeah yeah
1: when uh, Halford's Resurrection came out I was like yo dude Rob Halford's releasing a solo album yeah and uh, it was like so surprising to me because obviously I know him through Judas Priest and yeah I'm a big Priest fan Mm -hmm. um shout out to uh, uh, this girl Emily who was listening to the podcast. Cool. Thank you. Emily. Thank you for listening. Um, (laughs) She, she listened to it and she said, uh, I'm shocked that you don't like turbo lover. (laughs) And I was like, wait, I do not recall saying that. Yeah. And now I still haven't even found the part where I say that. (laughs) So don't be lying to me, Emily. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I love Judas Priest. Um, Hell oh, yeah! So when uh, Rob Halford came out with the Resurrection, yes, I was, I was, I was, I was stoked on it. My brother was super stoked on it because he loves Judas Priest too. Uh, you know, seen it on magazines, and, and then uh, I think um, at that time it was still there was some show on VH1 called the uh, uh, the Rock Show. It was just mm. called like the Rock Show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah and uh, of course it always it was like 30 minutes and they play like videos like metal videos and Mm -hmm. I think uh, they threw in his on at that time and we were like yo this is dope yeah Um, what is it he's on the motorcycle yes like, like a badass yeah I'm down for it like that's a great album
0: yeah I think with this one he really first of all he nailed it but it's like a love letter slash apology. Yeah. to everybody mm-hmm. in the metal community and in the metal world to the fans um, when you're listening to it right and it's like um, <clears throat> he says in the lyrics right he's digging himself he's digging deep inside his soul to bring himself out of this fucking hole basically right and he's like to rid the demons from the heart and to find out that the truth was with him from the start yeah. So like that he should have kept that metal path, you know? So Holy angel lift me from this burning hell. Resurrection, make me whole. And then I love how he says, sons of Judas <laughs> brings, bring the saints to my revenge. Resurrection, bring me home. Um, and then I love It's like, so genius. I walked alone into a fight. Uh, like he, like his references like are so amazing. Yeah. Uh, um, but in, in a, initially, you know, you're listening to it like it's so fucking goddamn heavy. First of all, yeah, his backing band, these guys are amazing. Um, and Metal Mike, uh, the guitarist. Um, I think they even had Patrick Blackman or Patrick Blackman. I forgot. I'm okay. gonna say it. who was in Damage Plan. Uh, I forgot. I think he was in Damage Plan. I think he was their vocalist, actually. In Uh, Damage Plan? He was a vocalist? I think so. I don't remember. Um, Let me see. If you look at... Let me see. The uh, Resurrection album? Yeah. When you look at the Personnel... It's Patrick Blackman, yeah. So he played guitar, and Metal Mike played guitar, and then you had Bobby J on drums, um, and and Patrick was actually uh, he was the vocalist on the newfound power from Damage Plan. Okay, okay, okay. So he was their actual vocalist during that time um, uh, for that, because when you hear the live album. When and you hear him, are you
2: motherfuckers ready?
0: Like yeah. that's fucking Patrick when he's yeah, like, yeah. he's fucking screaming that shit. You're like, fuck yeah, man, I'm that's fucking like, ready, ready. The uh, the uh, love insurrection yeah album that you did fucking dude, the mom is with that's fucking good shit. But um, first of all, the resurrection album, made in hell, locked and loaded, nightfall, silent screams, the one you love to hate, cyber world, slow down. Probably my favorite song. Yeah, slow down is probably my favorite. The one you love to hate is uh, Bruce Dickinson, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, has Bruce on there. Twist, that's another cool one. Uh, and I I just, one of my favorite fucking albums of all time. Um, you know, when when we get to. Uh, there's a refrain, by the way, for people wondering. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it doesn't get much better than that, dude. Yeah, It It doesn't get much better than that album. It was was a great solo album Mm -hmm. to come out with. I mean, to even debut, man. Yeah. To to debut like that. Yeah. And you saw other people started doing shit like that too. And I don't know if he took note from uh, uh, from Bruce. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, You know, Bruce did Chemical Wedding or whatever and then he did Skunk Skunk Works and then he did like Tattooed Millionaire. I don't know. He did all these different albums and then he went back to, to made so, so, I mean, this guy decided to do that. And also, check out Crucible. Crucible is a
2: fucking classic. Yeah, album. It's, another, it's a great album. Those
0: two, back-to-back, and the Live Insurrection album. Uh, buy, if you can, buy them. If not, just listen to them. Three are fucking classic. Yeah, album. yeah. Three? Pantera <laughs> reference. Um, so, yeah, man, of course. Peachy Rob Halford and Resurrection. Good pick. <laughs> So, one of the albums that uh, kind of, let's this, this distance ourselves a little bit from traditional heavy metal. And let's go with Dr. Quillity's Haven. Yep. Uh, now, this is right after the Projector album. Uh, and I believe this is right before Damage Done. I'm not sure. In mean, their timeline. Yeah. So, there was, there was a little bit of uh, growing pains. A lot of people were not liking this. Uh, that's when they were heavily involved with the electronics and the keyboards and shit like that. You you faintly, you saw that they were going in a different direction with Projector, uh, with the clean vocals and the way he was singing and the way there was some sort of other instruments in the music, which I felt it was natural growth and progression in the band itself. Yeah. With the Haven album, it's like, it ups the ante, like it's totally fucking electronic. Um, but still it's a great album and it's still very much dark tranquility. Yeah. And it's still it's not as heavy uh, but it's still you know it still has them. You yeah. can still see them in there, you know. What I mean? Yeah,
1: they're still there and uh uh I mean it's this album is really not for everyone. If you're just pro uh dark tranquility and their heaviness, then this is not going to be for you. Like the
0: early
1: stuff, right? Yeah. But, um, I don't think, it, I don't think it's a bad album. No. I don't think it's a bad album. I think, I think it's good for what they did. Um, wouldn't be my go-to. No. Obviously. But when they did it, it didn't sound bad at all. Uh, I thought, I thought it was a great album. Haven's a good, a, a good album to come out, uh, 2000 from Dark Tranquility. Yeah. But this also wouldn't be the album that would recommend to people if they want to listen to Dark
0: Tranquility. Right. I would, even with that being said though, I think I'd probably rank it or give it like a seven out of 10.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's It's, like I said, it's, it's a good album. Yeah. It's a good album. So I think it's, it's good to, uh, start someone off with like, obviously though, the earlier Dark Tranquility stuff. Sure, And then, uh, You'd say, well, this one's a bit different, they went a different route. Uh,
0: listen to Haven, yeah, and it's a hit or miss for some people, yeah. And I think they might have in themselves bitten more than they can chew, as they say, because when they went into like damage done, they corrected this, yeah, right away. So that was the last of that, yeah. Uh, I want to say, I don't even want to say experiment. But in terms of the way they used the electronics, that was the last of it. We hadn't seen that ever since. Yeah. And they went kind of... Uh, they went back to the way they would be writing music after that. So when they started writing, especially lately, man, uh, Moment and uh, Automa, mm-hmm. they went back to their their roots. Yeah. But how they would have naturally progressed... Yeah I, yeah, I love the way they fucking play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, their music is so awesome, yeah. awesome
1: right now. And uh, the album that just came out, Moment? Moment. Yeah. It's a good album. Amazing. I, I, I really dig that album. Um, but, I mean, it's also good to listen to the album that was, like, different
0: mm-hmm. of theirs. Of people... more, of the, more of the Black Sheep. Because uh, Projector kind of has that, too. Um, but not as much. Yeah, It's nowhere near as... as... As a black sheep as uh, Haven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, you're like, oh, okay. You're wondering. When you're listening to Project, you're like, oh, okay. Well, what's going to happen? Yeah. Which, and, where are they going with this? <laughs> I like it, but where are they going with this? Uh, and then when you heard Haven, if you're hardcore of the early stuff, you're like, fuck. I don't enjoy this. Yeah. So um, I, I like it, but, you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And, I, and again, I think I like it. Because I like listening to different kinds of music. Exactly, you know like,
1: what I mean. I'm a sucker for like synthesizers yes. and pianos and I'm yeah. I'm a sucker for all that stuff. Yeah. So when I hear this, like obviously if it's good, then I like it. Yeah. But yeah. I'll let you know, like yo, this fucking sucks. Like, this is trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. not my cup of tea. Or yeah, like. but um, when if bands are gonna do that, then you might as well make it good. Uh, Because I I feel like There's some people That are just like Ah man This this sucks It's whack And it's just like I mean Have you listened to the album? Like really really? Yeah You know You kind of question Like if they really listened to it Like beginning to end And You know There's a lot of greatness That comes out of this album Yeah Uh, It's true But You know
0: Again It's not for everybody Yeah But you know It's funny Real quick We talked about that shit That Have you really? You know, like, I remember I sent you guys, uh, you and George, those uh, screenshots of this kid basically talking shit, saying that Ghost makes more money than Metallica. Yeah. Or some shit. Yeah,
1: super Um, baffled, dude. I am baffled by
0: that. Yeah, because Bob Rock sold his rights, production, producer rights, from the Black Album. Yeah. And other, I think up until St. Anger, he Mm -hmm. sold the rights. To it. Yeah. And I was saying, man, this motherfucker is going to make bank just off of that. You know what I mean? Probably just, just for having the rights, you know, selling the rights and all that shit. He's probably going to make a good chunk of change. Yeah. Um, And then they were saying, you know, uh, talking about in terms of, of what it was worth and how much money is he going to get. And this guy, this guy, this little kid, basically, he's like a teeny bopper. He was like, oh, not as much as Ghost. Uh, do you know <laughs> yeah. what the Black Album did?
1: Do you know who Metallica is? Right. Like, in general, like, do you know yeah. who Metallica is? Right.
0: Even as much as people may not like them anymore. Obviously, during that time, like, that was like super, like, it was a move. It was a controversial move, and not not everybody, like, let's put this in terms of uh, perspective, right? Dave Mustaine wrote Rust in Peace. Yeah. Which is a fucking masterpiece. And... And... uh I gotta go pee,
1: so okay. we'll continue this. So we'll
0: continue <laughs> after this. We'll, one second, please. So so during this time... We're back, by the way.
2: So during this time... <laughs> um
0: I just want to put it in perspective for everybody so they can see what I'm talking about. Like, Megadeth writes Rust in Peace. Maybe a year after... Yeah. Uh, Before or after, I think, than the Black Album. Even then, for being such a fucking amazing album, Rest in Peace was. Yeah. Complex. The solos. The drumming. Incredibly. And to every fucking degree. And I will tell you, fuck you, you're fucking wrong. It is so fucking heavier and by far the better album than the Black Album. Yeah, I agree By fucking... It's not even a fucking race It's not even a competition The Rust in peace Fucking Blows it out of the water Yep Didn't matter It didn't fucking matter The amount of money That Metallica made Off the black album These motherfuckers Were able to retire And they took All that fucking time off Remember when they took All that time off Wearing Gucci and all that shit, their underwear, their fucking socks and their sandals and whatever. And their nice little fucking compounds and being safe or whatever. What did I say? They didn't have the hunger. They didn't have the ganas. They didn't have the hambre the anymore. Yeah. To write metal anymore. You could see it with Load and Reload. Right? Yeah. doesn't matter. Um, the Black Album was still a good album. I'm not saying, I'm not taking it away from... From that, what I'm saying is, look at "Rest in Peace." How badass it was, and it didn't compare financially. How fucking the Black Album did. Yeah, man. I think
1: the Black Album is probably like one of the most successful albums ever. I mean, it remained on the charts for year, I mean over ten years. Probably. Yeah, and um as it is, Metallica before they uh, got the Black Album, they were right. They were already a top band they're already a top band they're already selling albums it's not like they were struggling or anything not anymore. No. Uh, they were already uh, with uh, and Justice For All was already they were doing like super big tours and everything and I think the Black album uh, I think uh, what I was seeing was that Lars Ulrich uh, Bob Rock had uh, produced uh, Molly Cruz' Dr. Feel Good and he wanted that sound that Tommy Lee was getting on his drums yeah so that's why they recruited Bob Rock to produce uh, the Black Album right and yeah like you said the Black Album is not a bad album it's a good album but the amount like you said the amount of money that they made off of that was just like holy shit and then, yeah. yeah, and then like years later, uh, I mean, they uh, they did load and reload, which were letdowns, mm-hmm. obviously. And There's then,
0: still some good songs on each, but yeah, yeah, they had
1: like their one off songs, a couple yeah,
0: songs, but for the most part, they're not,
1: yeah, like I can't, I can't listen to it, no. can't listen to it, and then um, you know, everything <clears throat> else that came after that. Right. Uh, but you can't go to a person... You can go up to anyone and say, Do you know who Metallica is? And they'll know Metallica. You can't go up to anyone and be like, Do you know Ghost? Right. And they can tell you that they know Ghost. Right. Like, you can't compare it two.
2: Yeah.
0: And... This kid saying that Ghost makes so much more money or whatever, it's just... To me, for one, it's the ignorance of someone... Uh, who's so sure and so confident in their answer, uh, it's kind of embarrassing, you know? Um, do your research and know your shit before you start talking shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because sir, I, when I responded to him, I said, look, dude, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not, and I said, but... I said, if this is your opinion, that's fucking fine and dandy. Yeah. But to be 100% factual and a little bit more correct... Metallica and Bob Rock made a fuck ton of money together, and so they and I, that's how I left it. I didn't want to be a dick about it. Maybe he didn't know, and he's just talking out of his ass. Maybe. Uh, but everyone, when they commented, they were not as nice as I was. I can <laughs> yeah. tell you that right now.
1: It's the internet, uh, man.
0: Yeah. Huh? It's the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, oh my God. It's it can get pretty harsh out there, man. Um. And so it's one of those things where I know that reminded me of that. I saw, uh, so I digress. But uh, let's get back on this horse here. Um, so we got a uh, what we had? We had Dark Tranquillity. Uh, so go for it. Your we time. got uh,
1: In Flames, Clayman.
0: Okay. So another great album, uh, another classic. Yeah. Um, um, probably the last good.
1: Yeah, the last yeah, game. I think it was the last album that had their like melodic metal style to it. I mean, obviously, Pre, said, pre-corn, yeah, <laughs> they, they said like their melodic style now, but yeah. now it's just like they really watered
0: down, dude. And, then he whines a lot,
1: yeah, dude. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, it uh. There's one song I like after Clayman. What's that song called? I think The Quiet Place, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like that song. That's like a guilty pleasure. Okay. But Clayman was, yeah, like you said, it was the last good In Flames album.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate, though, because of... No, we complain. We say, oh, this and this. Those albums sucked and whatever. Uh, And that's so much because of... um... Not so much because we see that they changed from the way they were playing before. But it no longer became... It wasn't any more melodic death metal. It wasn't melodic sh- It was like new metal corn. Um, he, they totally took a whole... Instead of progressing, they regressed, I think. Yeah. They went into a, a whole other route. And maybe they found, like... Look, the whole new metal thing is hitting hard right now. Let's fucking hit while the iron is hot. And so that's what they did, I think. Yeah, And they just never fucking got out of that shit. They never got out of that phase. And, and it was a financially great decision for them. Yeah. Uh, because they got a shitload more fans, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so uh, too. Uh,
0: unfortunately, um, it was probably at a cost because I I have met very few people. Minus the ones who like to argue about everything. You know those fucking assholes? Yeah, yeah. Who are like, well, I like that album. I liked it. I like that one, and I like this, and I like that, and it's like shut the fuck up. No, you don't. Yeah, you're yeah. just saying it to be a mammon. You're just saying it to argue and be argumentative and yeah. know, contrarian. Fuck you. Don't be an asshole. Uh, realistically thinking, like saying, what the fuck happened to them? Why did they change so dramatically? You know, like re ring to reroute or reroute to remain. <laughs> that album was the beginning of the mamalas, is what I say. The the beginning of the, the end. And, yeah. Uh, once they got, once they hit that. Man, it was game over, dude. But, you know, it's sad because, like, you hear a lot of the songs, like, Soundtrack to Your Escape and stuff like that. Yeah. And you really want to enjoy it, but there's so much... It's... I want to say it's beyond watered down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so fucking... There's nothing there anymore. Yeah. It's sad,
1: dude. And it's crazy uh, how we were literally just talking about this with Dark Tranquility. Yeah. With Dark Tranquility went they did something different and uh we mentioned that it was good but it wasn't dark tranquility dark tranquility correct and then after that they I guess they thought well you know this isn't really working like we tested the waters shit didn't work out let's uh let's you know regroup then we'll redo something again um but in flames super great band super great band uh Clayman was a is a super great album Mm -hmm. and then after that it's like they experimented and they stayed in that like you said they just stayed there
2: yeah
1: it's not like they said yo we're gonna write a new metal album yeah they wrote a new metal album and then they're like alright we tested the waters people didn't like it
2: yeah
1: let's uh let's uh, use what we did on this new metal album. Yeah. And it kind of incorporated to what we were writing or the music that we were recording before. Yeah. They didn't take that. They just said, we're, we're doing this and we're staying here. Yeah, and, it, and, and
0: fuck our fans.
1: Yeah, that it was like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. like this is what we're doing. Deal with it.
0: Yeah. And I was just like, and, oh, and, look. For for the most part, the odd the oddity here the odd part is that Anders is a terrible fucking singer. <laughs> he is a terrible. His cleans fucking suck, dude. I'm sorry, bro, but stick to your growls and your screams and your and your growly kind of cleans. But do not go clean because you fucking suck, dude. Your cleans are terrible. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and we got to see that a little bit of display with Clayman. And bim, ball, map. You know that song?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But, I mean, <laughs> I, I just didn't really think that, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. I guess, like I said, financially it was a great decision. Yeah, it was
1: a great decision for them. But, you know, other than that, like, I would, really wasn't down for any of their new stuff. But um, going back to Clayman... Playman is a, it's a great album. Yeah. It's a super great album. Yeah. I High ranking out there. Nine out of ten.
0: Yeah, it's a great album. I mean, it sucks that the... We had brought it up I think with Marco and I, it was like they re-recorded it. Um, yeah, parts, yeah, 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 yeah. Some songs, not the whole thing. Um, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, should, should, should bands be allowed to re-record? Of course, they should be allowed to re-record their own shit, but... Maybe something should be left alone. Yeah. Uh and I'm not sure if why they decided to re-record that of all things. Maybe not stuff from the earlier catalog, you know? Uh so it's interesting to see that they even covered it. Yeah, and just to worsen it. Uh yeah, they cornified it, you know. They they made it really bad. Um uh, pinball map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just
1: thought about that right now. <laughs>
0: um all right, so I'll go next. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so a lot of people know and seem to understand soil work. Uh, and a lot of people know soil work, probably for uh, uh, which is uh, which album was it? I think it was 2004. And uh, I think Devin Townsend produced it too Uh, because he had been producing different metal albums and I remember he did even, I know he even did Love of God and he was like, fuck these guys, I'm never working with these fuckers again (laughs) because they were assholes at that time, they were young, you know, they just didn't give a fuck and rude and whatever. Um, But let me keep going here and find the name. So a lot of people know Soilwork probably from Natural Born Chaos uh, or even the Living Infinity. Yeah. Figure number five, the Panic Broadcast, etc. I started with them, personally, was the uh, Predator's Portrait back in 2001. Uh, but there was some sort of re-release or some sort something like that where I couldn't find the Chain Heart Machine. So, 2000, the Chain Heart Machine uh, from Work. Such a fucking amazing album uh, when you listen to it. um, Definitely one of the best albums they have done. Yeah. I mean, Machine Gun Majesty, uh, Bullet Beast, the Chain Heart Machine song itself. You know, it's such a fucking great album. Um, I remember listening to this and there was a song on there. I think it was that one. Uh, Let me see. That reminded me of no no it was on Steel Beth Suicide. <laughs> there's a steel there's a song on Steel Beth Suicide that reminded me of uh, Dimmu. Okay. Yeah, it sounded funny. But yeah, Chain Heart Machine man, it's such a fucking good album from 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 Soilwork. This is pre uh, clean vocals. Okay. So they didn't ha- they had they weren't doing clean vocals yet at this time. Uh, even in a Predator's portrait, they weren't even doing fucking clean vocals mm-hmm. in 2001. So. It's an interesting time for Soilwork um, and I'm not sure I, I've seen them once but I'm not sure if they've continued to play those songs from yeah. older shit you know what I mean? Which they should but when you listen to it it still sounds like them. <laughs> they have that signature sound that, that Soilwork has you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I
1: completely fucking understand that yeah. man. So that's a
0: great that's another great uh, album Soilwork. Chain Heart Machine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Out. I, I, I'll, I'll take a listen to that one. I haven't listened to that album yeah. but uh for sure, I'll take a listen to that one. So, what do we got next right here? Uh, Cradle of Filth Midian. Yeah, good one. Hey, <laughs> Cradle of Filth Midian, man. Danny Filth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always trip out on Danny Filth. Um, <laughs> small dude. Likes Big his boots. boobies. Likes yeah. his boobies.
0: There's uh hammer... What is it? The hammer... Hammersmith or which movies that he likes Uh, I don't know yeah the Hammer the Hammer something movies I forgot like the
1: Hammer films like the Dracula films films. yeah 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 he loves the Hammer films yeah yeah like old school Dracula yes like like
0: he's a classic yeah yeah you know movie lover uh, let's say H.P. Lovecraft yeah yeah Byron type shit and he's very into all that shit um I mean, I would imagine ladies like that shit, and he's probably going to be melting shit loads of wax on you. Uh For That's little. what I would imagine. But anyways, yeah. Median was, to me, I think their best album. in um, this, just because uh, it was kind of a little more melodic guitar-wise, uh, their writing got better, the, um, the guitar, everything just sounded better with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they slightly went away from the the black metal sound that they had been known for, uh-huh. with what is it like, "Cruelty and the Beast" and the earlier albums, and this one, "Dusk in Her Embrace," right? So this one kind of slightly swayed away from that.
1: Yeah, this one they uh, like the song um, "Her Ghost in the Fog."
0: Yeah, the the hit single. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like that was just a uh, like. Letting people know, like, hey, uh, we're going to sort of a little bit different route. And yeah. they, but it's, they grasped that different sort of, like, different sound from, like, the earlier stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: And it sounded good. Uh, also, the album From the Cradle to Enslave. Right. Which is another great album of theirs. It just kind of, like, kept... It was a split, no? From the Cradle to Enslave? Was it? I don't think so.
0: No? I thought it was a split with enslaved.
1: Was it? No, no. not No, now I'm doubting myself. I don't know. I I I don't know. No, no, it was, it was a regular album
0: okay. for Cradle of Hope. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not a split. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know why. It Just it sounds like it's a split with. Insane. Uh... Yeah, I mean that's a genius name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Imagine. <laughs>
1: it's like it's a great album name for a split yeah you know? it is and the cradle to
0: enslave yeah that'd be fucking great yeah <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs>
1: but uh mid man like uh like as I was saying um symphonic black metal type
0: uh music I think there's a lot more emphasis though um clean guitars yeah awesome guitars yeah melodic guitars. And uh, I love the uh, the cover art. so fucking stupid it's bad. Like, it's good. Um, the... What was that movie that you've talked about a couple times in the past? And uh, it was that guy who accidentally goes into the underworld. There's a guy who has, like, buttons on his fucking face and shit. Oh, uh,
1: Nightbreed. Nightbreed. It
0: reeks. Yeah, Of Nightbreed. Yeah. Right? The yeah.
1: cover? I, I feel that. Clive Purple Barker. Cover. Yeah, Clive like Barker. It,
0: yeah. it just reeks of that,
1: so. Like, it should have just been the soundtrack to Nightbreed. No, shit. <laughs> like,
0: that would have been, that would have been something. But, yeah, it's cool. I like, I like that. Um, for me, it's, um, you know, definitely, you know, for some people, they're like, <sighs> Dave Mustaine, his voice is, uh, you have to get used to it, and. and blah, blah, blah. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Uh, Danny Phil's vocals are an acquired taste. Yeah. You, you really need to get Yeah, used.
1: you do have to. He's yeah. just like,
0: I, I don't yeah. even know.
1: I can't <laughs> even do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fucking crazy, but, you know, props to him to be able to fucking sing dude, like I that know, person.
1: dude. Like, if he if he does it on all his fucking albums, yeah. like, he just... Yeah. Like I don't know how he does it, but yeah, he man. does it, and then like his highs, yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> dude. like screeching highs, yeah,
0: dude, for real.
1: So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm down for it. I I I'm a big fan of Cradle of Phyllis and I love Danny Phyllis. and, yeah. but uh, yeah, Midian was probably that one album that's just like, yo, this is gonna put it's, us out there.
0: It'll it'll probably attract a lot of different people for yeah. It. Just the sheer variety of it that mm-hmm. it has, yeah. Uh actually now it's my turn to go PP. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. And the PP Meister is back. <laughs> Alright, man. So we're getting to the last few. Um My next I guess, you know, well our next pick. Yeah. Um will be Demons and Wizards. Self titled The um, OG, Demons and Wizards. (laughs) Uh, I know there's a lot of controversy with John Schaefer at the moment. Um, I'm separating what happened with him and what he did in the past. Uh, So with that being said, Demons and Wizards was a great collaboration with uh, Ice Earth and Blind Guardian. Yeah, uh, you're looking for the chugginess of Iced Earth with the epicness, Lord of the Rings type shit going on with Black, uh, well, Blind Guardian. You're, it's a perfect marriage, of the two. So Demons and Wizards. It's still one of those albums that I uh, listen to, um, that I have been listening to. It's a great yeah. album still. Okay. Uh, and again, I know there's uh, negative connotations now with John, and a lot of people are not happy with what he did. Uh, I'm not happy, and I don't. Uh, I'm not. Um, what is it called? I don't.
1: Uh, you don't agree or you. Don't I'm not. Yeah, I,
0: I'm very. I'm incredibly actually disappointed with what he did, and and uh, I mean at the same time it's not a surprise because of you know when he did different albums like Glorious Burden and he did different albums like yeah, um, and so I'm not surprised, but I'm incredibly disappointed with what he had done. Um, because it's one thing to um, I guess you can say talk about and do certain things and be like, this is what I'm about and this is what I'm preaching about. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to to do what they had done in, in, in DC. Yeah, to know, actually cap- like go out there and to, to actually go out there and, and be a part of it. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. you know, had he had not had anything else. I mean he had bear spray. Uh, so if he had not had anything else, I think it might have been a little bit easier to like forgive him or whatever for a lot of different people. Um, but again, I'm one of the type of people who uh, like we've heard, you know, bosom with uh, Varg and shit like that and, and separate the music from the person mm-hmm. and what they have done. And for a lot of people, you know, I know Mayhem, for example, and there's a lot of bands that have negative connotations to them. Yeah. That a lot of people are still like listening to. Uh, so, with that being said, Demons and Wizards, their debut, I guess, collab was a very good album. Yeah.
1: And both those bands, like you were saying, uh, Ice Stars and Blind Guardian, like both super great bands. Not just meshing the two together. Right. Like, you're just bound to get something great, you know?
0: Yeah. When they came, when they came. Together. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, man, great idea. It was fucking crazy I mean, mm-hmm. and, and obviously, in the name Demons and Wizards, obviously, some <laughs> fucking genius title.
1: There's also an NES game. Is that what it's called? Demons and Wizards? I think so. Yeah. So, I think so uh, full metal nerd cast. <laughs> yeah, all around. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, one of the next albums that I wanted to talk about was from this band called Quo Vadis, mm-hmm. Canadian band, Day into Night. Now, Quo Matis, if you're familiar with them, they write what I would say progressive melodic death metal. Um, just listen to the song On the Shorts of Ithaca. And there's this level of musicianship that is like bonkers. Yeah. Because it's like almost neoclassical in, in the solos later on towards the end of the song. Um, but Hunter Killer, another great song. Um, they just, they have just so many fucking good songs on that album. Um, also, if you want to show off your speakers, it's a great album to show off your speakers. <laughs> the drums are outstanding. Yeah. They, they sound fucking killer. Um, Vadis, well, probably one of my favorite bands. Unfortunately, they never did anything past 2004 or 2006, uh, with, uh, Imagination which is another great album, which I highly recommend because they go up. The progression and the way they fucking write music, it just goes way up. Yeah. I mean, when I bought the DVD, what other band, I mean, I'm sure they're they're out there, don't get me wrong, but what other band is going to focus cameras specifically just on the drummer Mm -hmm. so you can see how badass he is. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool when bands do that shit. Right.
1: It's a drum cam.
0: Yeah, it's a drum cam. You can just see how badass he is. It's... Outstanding man, so I would listen to. I would say for you to check out Quo yeah, day and tonight. Another album that can probably drink you under the table, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, the big daddy of them all, big daddy man. We know big daddy from
2: Django, <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Robert Johnson. What was his name? Um,
1: uh, Don Johnson, Don Johnson, Don Johnson, Don Johnson. Mr. Don Johnson. Um, man that's weird I thought Big Daddy with Adam Sandler yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. no
0: not that one we're talking Big Daddy now Spiral Architect a skeptics fucking well sorry a skeptics universe (laughs) I'm getting too excited here to me the prog album of prog albums uh, metal albums let's kind of separate the two because some people are going to be real anal about that. Probably the best progressive metal album of all time. Yeah. Uh, now, for me, for me, for me, uh, you may have, you know, you, some people may have other bands in mind. Uh, but at the same time, don't tell me no if you haven't fucking heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, let's be fair about that shit. So listen to A Skeptic's Universe by Spiral Architect. And I believe they recorded here in Tornillo. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was recorded here. Uh, well, technically it's El Paso, but it's not really. It's like what, what half an hour, 45 minutes out.
1: Not even 45 minutes. Yeah. I think Tornillo's been like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a little out of El Paso, uh, r- right outside the city limits, probably.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tornillo's like, the thing about El Paso is that uh, we have a lot of different like little counties. Yeah. So it, we have like San Luisario, we have Clint, we have Babin's. Vibins. And I think uh, is that the first one out Fabian's? or Clint?
0: I think it's Fabian's.
1: Yeah, and then right after that, I think uh, you get to Torneo. Yeah,
0: and so I mean, it's like a, almost like a suburb. It's a little bit out. Uh, yeah, mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it's no. a it's a it's a quick drive though. Like it's yeah. not even far from here. Uh, I think
0: Cannibal Corpse even. They did. So it used to be it used to be something. I forgot the name. It's Sonic Ranch. Sonic it's, Ranch. That's what we know as Sonic Ranch. Uh, it's something else. At that time, it was something else. But it was yeah. the same studio. Uh, and so, Spiral Architect, man. Uh, and it's from dudes from different bands. Uh, let me see if I can find exactly who they were with. Because um, I know Borknagar is uh, one of them. Uh, let me see if I can find it. One moment, please. Spiral architect band so not a lot is known about these dudes they're they're norwegian started in 93 they had a cover of fate's warning band members we're looking at I do not know how to say your name brother uh, Oyvind Haglund, uh Steiner Gunderson, he plays uh, lead guitars. Lars Norberg, bass. Asgier Michelson, and he's probably the most famous. Uh, Askier played with Borknagar, Aishon, Winter Sorg, ICS Vortex. Um, Steiner had been with. Uh, King's Quest, Satyricon, um, um, ICS Vortex. So it's pretty cool to see stuff like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like just band, uh, members of different bands. Yeah. and
0: it, It's crazy. Cause like, you know, I mean, it ultimately associated acts with Arct- Arcturus Borknogger, Scary It. Now, Scary It, man. That's another fucking yeah, man yeah. With The Vocalist? Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Uh, and Satyricon. But I mean, if you're... Unfortunately, they never wrote anything else. Yeah, it was, was their only it was, album? It was just their only yeah. album, man. It's kind of crazy, kind of psychedelic looking thing. Um, I'll show you right now. Um, you cannot find it anywhere. It's not on Spotify. It's not on, You're going to have to order it. It's on YouTube for sure. But it'll blow your mind, dude, in a great fucking way. <laughs> fucking just listen to the first, just the first song. Yeah. Spinning? Yeah. Oh, and, fuck. And it I've, leaves you spinning, dude.
1: I've, I've never, uh, I never
0: listened to it, yeah. so. I will say this, though. If you're not a seasoned metalhead, and I'm not, I am not trying to be an asshole about it. If you're not a seasoned metalhead or uh, guy who's into progressive metal, yeah, it's going to be a very difficult... Okay. Album to get into, it's gonna be like whoa no. It, there's too much going on. I can't handle. Ah uh, okay. Like I know, um, uh, some people like their first reaction because of the way it starts. Uh, it gets better. You just keep listening to the other stuff. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I feel it. Right. It's it's overwhelming. I, I I do agree. So those are some of our picks. Now we left out a shitload, dude.
1: Yeah, there's a ton that we could have talked about. We would have gone. For hours just talking.
0: Yeah. I think we're, one of the things, too, for For the time being, it was one of the things where, um, you know, what are some of your albums that turned 21 that we didn't get on the list? I'm pretty sure there was a lot of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a lot. There has to be plenty that we didn't get on there. So what's, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to do the next... Full Metal Nerdcast in the next couple weeks, uh, so keep an ear out for that. Another metal podcast will be out soon as well. Um, hopefully, I'm not sure on the subject. We'll 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 talk about that. Uh, I kind of want to take a look at that whole evil list, but I kind of yeah, don't. because yeah. it's like that's that's a lot of time, dude. <laughs> so maybe the Dirty Thirty. We might do the Dirty Thirty. Yeah, albums that. that are turning thirty. You know, we'll see. Uh, anyways, with that being said, I'm Wolfman Dave. So I'm Diego. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. <laughs> Test. Testicles. <laughs> Test one, two, three. All right, let's Testicles. See.